Welcome to the Industry Show. I'm your host, Nitin Bajaj, and joining me today is Prerna Khemkar. Prerna, welcome on the show. Thank you, Nitin. Great to have you here. Tell us, who is Prerna? So, I'm a Maru girl from a business family in Kolkata. We don't get that a lot in the US. Oh. And um, I would say if I had to describe myself, I am somebody with a pure heart and a spunky personality. So that's how I would describe myself. Um, I can attest to both of those things. <laughs> and, um, you know, professionally, my main strength is problem solving. Mm -hmm. I have been told that I can solve big problems in a very precise and simple way. I like to simplify things. I don't like complicated things. And I recently did my core values just mm -hmm. to understand who I am a little bit better. And my core values are family, fun, honesty, courage, enthusiasm, and optimism. Love it. You know, you said two very important things. One, simple. Simple is not easy. And that ability to simplify things is amazing. It's a, it's a superpower. So I'm glad you have that. Thank and then you. the other one is to find out the core values, what one is made of, what, what am I made of and where do I need to drive that helps bring a lot of clarity, not just to ourselves, but to people around us. And uh, so thanks for doing that. That's not many people get around to knowing themselves and telling others what, what drives them and how they can help other people around them. You know, it also have, it also is very helpful because as we get older, Mm -hmm. It's all about decision-making and choices. What client do you want? Where do you want to go? Which friend do you want to hang out with? Where yeah. do you want to eat? Every little thing is a decision. And it helps you filter what you want to spend your time, resources, and energy on. Yeah. Cutting the noise out is a big deal. Yes, it yeah. is. So tell us about what is My Hair Smart and uh, give us a sense for you know, what's the... The mission, the vision behind that, you know, what are the core values of My Hair Smart? And uh, something I'm personally very curious about, why do this? So Hair Smart actually stemmed from my own story of hair loss. Um, you know, life happens. And because yeah. of a lot of stress, I lost, I was almost completely bald in the front. And um, I was offered a lot of hair transplants and everything from doctors. But I have a background in holistic health and wellness. I'm a yoga and meditation practitioner and teacher. And I I believe wholeheartedly in living life in a very holistic way. So if practice what you preach. So I was like, wait a minute. If I am so much into health and wellness, it makes no sense for me to take drugs and get a surgery. Mm -hmm. So hair smart stemmed from there, from it's a labor of, love and also loss, hair loss. And um, this market is actually really, really unorganized. And I saw that it's very emotionally damaging to people mm -hmm. who experience this. And it might sound like a frivolous beauty thing, but it's not. People do dangerous things too. And they spend dangerous amounts of money. Mm -hmm. And this is a really big problem. It's also a profitable problem. So I was like, Okay, and I was getting early success. My pro pro protocol seems to work. So that's how Hair Smart started. And um, 
we are in year three and um, mm. we are doing well. We are still a very small company, but we are out of the woods, so to speak. That is an amazing place to be in just, just in three short years. Right? And uh, that's only possible if one, you know, there's a problem, as you said, it's a profitable one to solve. And then if your product and your service works, which obviously it does, and uh, we have the results here to see. Yeah, and I forgot to actually tell you what we do. So yeah. let me just say that um, we are an all-natural solution to hair loss. And we are unique in the sense that we match every client up with a hair coach. Mm -hmm. So they follow up with you at 0, 3, 6, 9, and 12 month mark. Mm -hmm. So we kind of combine the best of both worlds, like getting professional help from a doctor which you feel really good about and you feel like, okay, somebody will take care of me or my weight loss. So we combine that aspect of professional help with home solutions and we do it over virtual consultation. So literally you don't have to move. So uh, our secret sauce is actually quite innovative. We are still solving the problem of convenience, getting over the problem of embarrassment and it's all natural, super safe and affordable. I love that five second elevator pitch. Very Thank bad. you. Yeah. Tell us about the, you know, you talked about the why do this, right? It, it helps a lot of people gain their confidence back. And it was something that you personally struggled with. I'm curious to know the impact of this. I mean, in three short years, you have gotten into many different aspects and areas, working with a lot of different treatment and solution providers. Give us a sense of the size and scale a little bit. So just to give you a sense of TAM, just mm -hmm. the addressable market in the U.S. alone is $70 billion just in the U.S. In fact, um, you know how weight gain is the number one, like yes. obesity is the number one modern epidemic. We all know it. Lifestyles have changed. Nutrition yes. has changed. Hair loss is the most searched Google term right now. Wow. And that just will give a sense of awe like Nitin you are blessed you are one of the few people who are so blessed and I hope you never have to be my client like so <laughs> so but uh, because of changes in lifestyle and changes in stress previously people in their 40s and 50s would lose hair which is mostly normal like aging mm -hmm. and everything but what's happening now is kids are losing their hair like people in their 20s and it's very very devastating Hair mm -hmm. loss is linked to suicidal rates going up and self-confidence going down. And you and I don't think like that. We are older and we have kind of like, you know, lived our life. We are married. But imagine a 22-year-old kid looking like a 40-year-old because he doesn't have hair and he cannot get dates and he's tanking in his social life. So that's the impact we are talking about. So literally everybody who is 18 and older is a client. And mm -hmm. statistically, 80% of all men and women over 18 are losing hair right now. So that's just like, it takes a moment to sink in. Like everywhere I go, every building, every family, every social setting, everybody's a client. It's a huge so, market. Um, yeah, it's a really, really big market and it's growing because stress is here to stay. Yes. People are so isolated, overconnected socially and, you know, not really emotionally nurtured. And uh, in terms of our um, revenue and how we are growing, so hopefully we'll cross the million dollar mark in sales. 
and we are a bootstrapped company so i think it's a big success it is a huge success especially in these times when everyone wants to raise capital before they have the revenues or the numbers to show for it congratulations thank you now you know huge market huge potential amazing revenues what's the one big challenge you're facing so um as i said the market is 70 billion dollars and um nobody knows us and the challenge in my industry is um it's not instant gratification hair loss is not like popping a really nice piece of chocolate or getting a really nice facial so if if you don't have money to build your brand you better have a instant viral kind of product that somebody can use instantly and look cool or look better or feel better like you know either brings you pleasure or takes away pain you have to have that instant thing so the challenge we are facing is we are a bootstrapped so we don't have a marketing budget mm-hmm. and b our product takes 3 to 4 months because hair is impossible right. to grow instantaneously so the challenge is to um get the word out because it takes 4 months for somebody to get happy so the organic growth rate is slow we are not like a viral viral uh, worthy product makes sense very well thought out challenge on the flip side of challenges come opportunities now other than you know this ever growing market that you have is there one opportunity that you're really excited about yes this uh, this angle that we have taken where mm-hmm. we are not only drug free and natural and home based solution but the angle we are taking is we are giving you a hair coach mm. is it sounds like a more labor intensive proposition but it also creates a lot of opportunity for us um our customer acquisition costs are really low because our consoles are free so we don't sell e-commerce products we sell e-commerce as a free solution mm-hmm. a consultation so everybody gets a consultation and then we have a really good team of hair coaches that consult them and do a customized treatment so uh, our market strategy is very innovative and that's creating a lot of opportunity for us and also um for whatever reason people are really interested in female funded color immigrant like ethnic diverse entrepreneurs so whether i get the results or not at least these things are opening some doors for me absolutely and i love that model also because when these leads do come in they're very well qualified you know who's going to act on it right away who might sit on it a bit and then you reach out to them after the fact and of course the diversity and and having you at the helm of all of this makes a big difference thank you now looking back at uh, your own journey i'd love for you to share with us two moments one that blew your own expectations and became a success beyond your imagination and another experience where things did not work out as you had expected it became a failure and a lesson well obviously the list of failures is much much longer <laughs> you know i would be lying if i said it's success a journey of an entrepreneur is not like this nitin it's yeah. this 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 it's a series really... of lows and maybe one spark of a high yes so i have a list of failures but um a big failure that ended up being a very big lesson is um mm-hmm. i have had a tendency to feel very intimidated like 
either people are very senior or they're older than me or more successful. I don't believe that, but sure, go ahead. <laughs> so <laughs> I would bend over backwards. Like I've had, I've had to manage teams that are sales reps that are 70 years old. And they would make comments like, we've been around the sun longer. We've been in sales longer than you've been born. So, um, and I've had a hard time giving feedback to people who work for me or to clients who like are just in a win-loss kind of a relationship. And I've bent over backwards and I've done this for a long, long time. Even in my personal relationships, I've always been the one who is dumped. Like I have never had the courage to like stand up or like say it's not working for me and um, recently I lost a really big client and I cried for months and months the whole relationship of the relationship like the whole course of the relationship for mm -hmm. a year and a half two years and every time I would be miserable talking to the client giving them what they want but I still kept doing it and then one fine day, finally, I was like, okay, I'm going to stand up and have a backbone. Mm -hmm. And even if it means I have to lose the client, so be it. Like I lose, he was 15% of my whole company's revenue, mm -hmm. if not more. And it took two years of some, like an abusive relationship for me to right. stand up. And the lesson that I learned is invaluable. Now I'm, um, I'm still like nice. I still want to please people, mm -hmm. but that like dignity and respect and what do you really stand for and it's okay if everybody doesn't like you it's okay if you don't work with everybody that was a lead and it's okay if you lose a client because your peace of mind and your core values and this is just not worth it and that's been a and it just happened this year so I've literally just grown up this year we're not late we're not early it's we grow up when it's our time but, but yeah, it was jokes. very emotional thinking about it because uh, the number one thing that all my closest friends and family tell me is, you know, you can tell them like something like you can, they work for you, you know, you're paying them. I'm like, yeah, but how do I tell them? And I've always wanted to be too agreeable and amenable versus, uh, but it's it's changing and I feel so much more peaceful and uh, so much more centered and grounded and I feel like I have more self-respect for me now yeah and you know in the time we've known each other I've come to know you as someone who's really strong who's very personable very nice but I and that's why I said you know it's hard to believe that someone can intimidate you because you seem very clear about what you want what your goals are where your priorities are so that said you know, thanks for being so transparent and vulnerable in sharing your experiences because these are not easy moments to live through and to think about them again. So really appreciate you being open about them. And, you know, I think I'm sure most people who kind of, I'm not trying to like toot my horn, but sometimes when you get early success in your professional mm -hmm. life and you start managing team of people who are much older than you, at some level, I think most of us can relate. It becomes awkward, like there are egos involved and mm -hmm. then, you know, we are also adult immigrants and yes. there can be all these other innuendos. So it can become awkward and it takes a lot of like self-assurance to be like, you know, at the end of the day, I am your manager. Yes.
Yes, the imposter syndrome kicks in. So tell us about your success. Oh, I forgot. Okay, <laughs> I forgot I had to tell you, but thank you. So um, last year was year two of my mm -hmm. company. And obviously it's bootstrapped and you're just investing every penny. So it's not like there's a lot of money left for marketing this and that. So we maxed out all our credit cards and I took my top client to Vegas, all 10 members of his locations. And we had a great time, um, spend money that we didn't have. So it was an act of courage. And, but those are the kind of things like, you know, that's what entrepreneurship is all about. It's a mindset and it's a mindset of resilience and optimism with measured risk-taking. So, and that has paid off richly. We created a very good relationship and their revenue to the company has doubled since then. Wow. So um, I, I thought that was pretty neat. You're a really good investor. I mean, amazing operator for sure, but really good investor. And on my, and a small success family is very, very important to me, if not yes. the most important thing to me. So, and I'm the middle child and mm -hmm. I'm kind of like the glue in my family. Even if I'm very busy at work, I will always talk to everybody, figuring out what's going on and how to, I'm the pummy auntie of my family. <laughs> so, um, so one really successful achievement is after, you know, we are adults, we don't take vacations together. So I made this vacation happen for all 12 members of my immediate family, everybody's spouses and children for the first time in 15 years. So I'm very proud wow. of that. You should be. I mean, that's not an easy thing to pull off with such a big family. That's awesome. Prina, this makes me want to move to what I call my favorite part of the show, the one-line life lessons. Would love to hear your life lessons, what choices you've made, what decisions you've come across, some of those you kind of sprinkled across in the last few minutes that have led you to either adopt or create these one-line life lessons that you want to share with us. Yeah, thank you. Actually, it was a really good exercise I did in preparation for this. So my five life lessons are, you live your life how you live your days. And uh, the other one is, be the best version of yourself. The third one is, if you don't stand up for something, you'll fall for everything. And um, this is my current favorite. If you focus on lack, lack grows. If you focus on abundance, abundance grows. And the fifth one, which is literally my own embodiment, because my core personality is a lover. I am a big lover. I love everything, everyone, all seasons, all colors, all foods. My, my most favorite is love is the bridge between you and everything. And this is by Rumi. Love it. And especially the one about lack and abundance. We talked about it a few days ago. And I've truly come to believe that, you know, as immigrants, especially coming from a country that didn't have enough when we were growing up, we were raised with that scarcity mindset, right? We didn't have enough. And we always thought, oh, I can't give because I only have that much. And that was so not true. And I've truly made that transition, both physically from a from a geography perspective, but also mentally and more importantly, uh, psychologically, 
that there is enough for everyone. And the more we give, the more we share, the more we get in return. And thanks for being that beacon uh, and a reminder for that. Whenever I think of you, I think of a windmill. So that's that's an Im imprint you have left uh, on me. And, and I know that would be true for several other people you interact with. Thank you, Nitin. And I must say that I didn't have to work too hard on changing that mindset because I'm so, so thankful. My parents have an amazing mentality of mm -hmm. abundance. And I grew up with a lot of abundance mindset. My parents were big into giving charity, share mm -hmm. whatever you have. So I didn't have to work so hard. So I, I thank them for this. That is amazing. They've done really well. And so have you. Prerna, thank you for taking time to share your journey, your story, and your life lessons with us. We really appreciate it. Kudos for all your success and wish you really well for many more successes to come, both personally and professionally. Thank you, Nitin.